what we do here is go back, 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 back. You are listening to the It's Not About You podcast. I am Felicia Baird, and I will be chatting with social entrepreneurs and other inspirational people around the world about all things lifestyle, business, and how they're giving back to the communities around them all at the same time. I hope you guys are all buckled in, and let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the It's Not About You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I really am so grateful that you guys are here and you guys are listening. The podcast is beginning to get momentum, which is like it's whatever you dream of when you start a podcast. So people are actually listening and people actually like it, which is so great. I'm so thankful for all of you guys that are tuning in. You guys like me. You really, really like me. Okay, I'm going to stop being weird about this, but I really do appreciate you guys um, pop it in here and letting me know what you think. And the reviews also, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. This week's my birthday week, so I am feeling the love big time. I, yeah, I just, the the love and support coming in for every aspect of my life, not just the podcast, but I'm, I'm one happy camper this week. I'm going to talk about our guest coming up this week. You're going to love her. She's so zen. She's so calm and she just knows herself so well and I love people like that. I'm drawn to people like that. Her name is Yvonne Hansen and she is a mentor and spiritual guide and she is just helping women be their best selves and helping them break out of their mindset and just kind of own who they are and own it in a great way and um, you're really going to love her. Just speaking to her just makes me so happy, makes my heart happy, and you're going to love every piece of this podcast. So we're not even, we're just going to jump right into it, I think. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you like these podcasts, please don't forget to rate and review them. It means a lot to me. It means so much, and it gets me up the charts. Thank you so much, guys, and I hope you guys all enjoy this podcast. Bye. Hey everyone, me again. Um, This is not the podcast yet, but unfortunately my recording didn't record. So I usually do the podcast on my voices on a separate track, just it just makes it sound better because I speak into a microphone. And of course, (laughs) me saving it didn't save properly and my voice is gone. Um, With that being said, most of the juicy, meaty content is with Yvonne, and she's amazing, and what she has to say is so, so great. I don't really talk that much in this podcast. I ask a couple questions, which you can still hear. It's been a little bit resalvaged through her recording, Um, but just have patience, and I hope you still love everything that Yvonne is saying. I promise this won't happen again. Technology sucks, but (laughs) if you just... Bear with me. You'll love what she's saying, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. Bye. So I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Michigan. Um, I lived there most of my life, and I grew up with a religious background, a Catholic background, and really the way that I was raised was very traditionally and also Midwest, living in the Midwest, there was this, uh, there was this way of living and way of being taught that, you know, this is, you know, you, you stay in the city that you grew up in and you, you get the job, you go to college, you get the degree, you get married and you, you live this life and, and that's, and that's your life. And I, and I just accepted that and I grew up with that and, 
a part of me really never believed that. And I always had this adventure in my heart and my soul and a desire to, to do more and to live, you know, to live more freely, really. So mm-hmm. I would say that that's where my spiritual journey really began in this um, opening, you know, eye-opening experience and wake-up call of just, I can create my own reality and I, I get to choose that. Is that why you moved out to L.A.? That, yeah, that among other reasons. Uh, Actually, I worked as a professional model in Michigan. Surprisingly, Mm -hmm. in Michigan, I worked um, for a number of clients and pretty consistently. So I love fashion. I love beauty. I love photography. And I always had a desire also in my heart to, to dream bigger and to live in a bigger city that provided more opportunities. So that was one thing that called me to LA in addition to this wake up call of, oh, I can do more. Like I can create this life and I can go about this path. And um, so I would say a mix of those two things. Also, my now husband, who I st- I was just dating at the time, lived in LA. So I think that that confirmed um, the final decision to move to LA. That was that was it. That was a breaking. That point. was it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah. you you kind of you were um, living this start of your uh, truth in Michigan then before before LA. Yes, absolutely. It it most definitely started in Michigan. Amazing. Is that where your family still is? My family is still in Michigan. I have. My parents there, I have two sisters there, my nieces, and then also some first cousins, a couple aunts and uncles. So yes, most of my family is in Michigan. And what are you up to? What are you up to now that, uh, well, how did you, yeah. like, what, what is it that you're up to now so that it works? Sorry, I can't talk today. No, <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can completely relate. <laughs> ah, um, what? What is it that you're yeah. up to now that was different from what you were up to in Michigan or that you so, were up to before your awakening? Yeah, like my transition from Michigan to L.A. and where I am now. Um, yeah, absolutely. So moved to L.A. to be with my now husband, then boyfriend, continue on the modeling path, signed with an agency, you know, went to the auditions, worked some great jobs, met some people, and still came to this point where I wasn't feeling fulfilled. There was this anxiety and this emptiness that I felt, although it was, you know, and, you know, according, I think, to a lot of the way that we're taught in society, it was like, well, you have, you know, you're living the dream. You're, you're here, you're in LA, a great city with your boyfriend, and you're, you're, pursuing what you you dream of, but there was still this emptiness. So mm-hmm. I questioned that. I began to question that a lot. Um, and always being, I, you know, growing up religious and a foundation of, um, of God in my life. And, you know, just with these morals and values, I've always been deeply spiritual, but I've questioned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I always, even throughout all of the anxiety, I always had this knowing that there was something more that I was meant to do, which has led me to where I am now. Um, luckily, I think when, when you have that feeling of 
of not knowing, uh, but knowing. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Sense? <laughs> no, that, I get it. I, I mean, it makes it makes sense to me. Hopefully, it makes sense to you. Um, but when you have this feeling, I think questioning as much as you possibly can is the healthiest thing to do. So I always kept curious and I always questioned and I explored. And so I came across, uh, I knew yoga. I also had already gone through yoga and life and teacher training, which I was very, very much was a huge part of my life. And it became a practice for me that helped with my anxiety, helped me relax, was meditative in a way. So I continued going to yoga. And from yoga, I then, you know, started to learn more about an Indian philosophy called the Vedanta, which is very much about the yogi lifestyle, not just practicing yoga, but actually living in the yogi mentality, which is, you know, also speaks about karma and living in your truth. And that led me to explore. I like the name of it. <laughs> what was it? I like the name of it. Vedanta. Yeah, Vedanta. It's, it, it was great. Um, so essentially, long story short, is I followed those breadcrumbs and all of those. That was the beginning for me was just really, really following my heart and my soul, which would lead me to to answers of, oh, well, this is why you aren't feeling fulfilled because you're looking for everything externally when in reality, all of the, the truth and the answers always lie within. Mm -hmm. And so through all of those practices, that's what led me to, to start exploring going inward through meditation, through yoga, through reading, through journaling, through connecting with like-minded people. And now, years down the line, I have my own women's community called Aspire to Inspire, which is a like-minded women's community where I grew, I lead monthly meetups and I guide meditations. I speak on topics. I, a lot of times incorporate spiritual exercises or self-development exercises or a chance for the women to really connect on this real level that isn't surface, that isn't pretentious, that isn't material, but it is their, their truth. Mm -hmm. And so I really introduced that in my community. And that's grown into a Facebook group. And that's grown into not just women in LA, but women all around the world. And that's um, essentially led me to mentoring women one-on-one. -on -one. So life and business coaching. Um, and really the women that I work with are women that have a dream that they want to birth mm -hmm. <laughs> into reality. Uh, and it has a very spiritual emphasis on it. So very much of going inward and learning about things, uh, you know, like the law of attraction, also trust and faith, but action steps in discomfort as well. I love that. Being Thank comfortable, you. being uncomfortable. Yes. Um, I think that that is like, it's such a huge part of a transition stage and it's like a, a phase that you don't you're questioning, you're like, am I supposed to feel like this? Does anyone else feel like this? Like, why do I feel like this? So I think it's, it's lovely when someone can come to that truth. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> have you heard of the Saturn's return? Do you think that you um, were hitting that in your life? You know, I, I wish I could say that I knew more about astrology. I have heard of it. Mm -hmm. um, being as spiritual as I am, you would think that I have researched it more. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I know it. Ha I know that universally, absolutely, like it's all connected. I, I love. I've seen. You know, I. I work with a lot of spiritual practitioners, healers, um, women that do like Reiki healing and also um, numerology and, and that idea. As far as Saturn's return, if you want to, I mean, if you want to explain a little bit deeper, then I could definitely answer that. I think, if that think, makes sense. Yeah, of course. It's. I think it's just um, from what I hear of it, and what I've, from what I've read about it, it's just this. Um, it's just this alignment that happens uh, in someone's life, and it usually happens uh, about twenty nine years after um, birth, and it's when you just start to realize things differently. Like you realize that, like the path that you had led. It just isn't the path that you want to lead anymore, and you start questioning things and um, coming into your real truth. And it happens to women uh, in their late twenties. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, one hundred percent. I think for me, I would say my awakening really happened when I was twenty-five. Um, I'm now, I am now thirty-two. Just recently turned thirty-two, but I will say. It's funny that you say that because when I was 29, that was the, the year, the year that I got married. Um, it was also, it was also the year that I said, I made a commitment to myself that something in my life has to change. Mm -hmm. I feel it. I know it. So yes, absolutely. How did you find these women um, at first to be part of your community? I invited my girlfriends to my living room of my apartment in LA. <laughs> I actually, the way that it came about was um, I started following a great business teacher and spiritual leader, I would say, named Marie Forleo a few years back. And she has, she has a program called B-School. I signed up for B-School because it felt very aligned with my soul at the time. It felt like the answers that I was kind of searching for. And it's in, in B-School, she has a module called Start Before You're Ready. Mm -hmm. And I think that was my biggest takeaway from B-School. The rest of it, the mo it's such a great, it is such an amazing program, but a lot of it is talks about website, you know, building your website, um, creating a subscriber list, newsletter, emails, and things such as that, which at, the, at that time, that was overwhelming for me because I didn't even know. I really signed up to kind of search for what it was that I, the direction that I really wanted to go and what it was that I was even supposed to do. Yeah. So the biggest takeaway was her module called Start Before You're Ready. And what that was, um, is an action step. She just, you know, encouraged everybody that was in B school to take an action step that, 
they felt was just a, a dive in, right? Like just taking a, a, the jump off the edge and, and diving into like whether it was an email to somebody that you may want to collaborate with or if it was whatever, whatever it was for, you know, for us. And what came, what popped into my head was share this, share what you're feeling, share your story. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who to share it with. <laughs> other than, you know, my husband at the time or my boyfriend and that he wasn't my husband yet. But I, so I shared it with my, I invited my, I sent an evite via email to some of my closest girlfriends and said, Hey, I'm having this little meetup in my living room. Uh, it's kind of just like a place where women can connect and hang out and all of that. And so, you know, I think I, I had like seven or eight of my girlfriends that came over and completely supported me. And I, I outed myself. That's a lot. That's a big turnout. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I know it was, I, I felt, it felt really awesome to just be supported by, you know, such great girlfriends. And also what was the craziest thing I think about it was that I had these, this feeling and it was the, and these were some, you know, these are some of my closest girlfriends and I, and, you know, we dabbled in conversation about it, but I never fully outed myself of like, I'm really going through a hard time here of not knowing what it is that I want in my life. And it's, it's causing this anxiety and I need to share it. And what happened was that feeling was so mutual and so universal Mm -hmm. that in some way or another, each woman that had arrived there, whether they were already, you know, had a startup business or they were at a job they didn't love, or they were in a relationship that they were having a difficult time. And they came forward and said, I have these exact same feelings. And I'm so grateful that, you know, that you've brought us all together to, to talk about this on a real level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's such a taboo topic that no one wants to talk about or no one wants to share, yes. like that they, you know, they feel that they just can't figure out life. And it's just, it's such a common feeling. And I don't know why it's so hard to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I feel that at, from childhood on, depending on the way that we're brought up and and the pressures that society places on us and, you know, things that may happen even in our childhood, something, even one small embarrassing moment that could live with us, you know, or, mm-hmm. or attach, help make us attach a story to it. You know, I still remember some childhood experiences that I felt really embarrassed about or being made fun of or whatever the case may be that made me attached to the story of like, well, I'm not smart enough or I'm not good enough or I can't, I'm not cool enough to hang out with these people. And I think that, um, these, that lives on in our subconscious and throughout our life that we, we put on these layers of trying, you know, layers and layers of like our truth, Mm -hmm. which our truth just is that we're all, we all have similar fears are the same fears or we all have gone through something that we don't want to talk about. Um, but we've just been, it's been the way that we've been taught is that we don't talk about it. And so 
Um, I, I feel like there is a major shift going on in the world right now. I feel like many more people are talking about it and there's podcasts about it and there's realizations that, you know, there's so much going on in the world that isn't wonderful right now, definitely. And I think that's causing this realization of like, hey, let's wake up and, and let's get real here and talk about what, you know, what's causing this trauma and what's causing this hatred in the world. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, did you find that everyone else um, in your life was supportive, um, not just the women, but like your now husband and your family, would, did they understand what you were going through? Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> I... <laughs> going real deep great question yeah this is no this is so real so I remember when I first started yoga because like I said my I don't know my my journey really started before I moved to LA while I was still living in Michigan in my 20s that was when I started taking yoga and I remember growing up in a Catholic with a Catholic background a Catholic you know family I remember my father saying why are you doing yoga? That is like, that's like a cult, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> because I started to actually learn about the philosophy of yoga as well. Right. Yeah. I was, I was going to a study group and I was, you know, I now entered myself in this community of, of other yogis and, and I, and my parents, all that they knew were, you know, they've grown up Catholic and their background was very traditionally Catholic. They both were also born in Poland, which in Poland, 80% of, of the country is Catholic, you know? So yeah. they were very, they were brought up with this, these traditional ways of living. And, and so I think when I started questioning they, they wondered why I was questioning or they, they questioned my relationship with God or my, you know, and like, they just were, they, I, I think they just intentionally, it was out of worry and care, but because they didn't know any different, they were wondering why I was questioning anything at all. Right. And mm -hmm. so I didn't feel supported at first in the very beginning. Um, but quickly afterwards, when I explained to them what I was learning and these, these, this new perception of living really, and that really we perceive our reality and we can, we create our thoughts. And, um, when I started to explain that to them and also explain that I was just feeling so much happier and so like such a weight lifted off my shoulders they instantly, they instantly understood just because I think parents, you know, mo you know they just wanted, they just wanted to see me happy. They course, just yeah. wanted to see me happy. And when you're happy, when they can, at the time I was living with them because I had like so much of yoga also led me to get out of a toxic relationship. And then I moved back in with my parents so they could actually physically see that I was healthier, that I was gaining healthier habits, that I was I was living with more compassion, living with more peace, and they could actually physically see that. So they saw my transformation. Um, as for my husband, he is, you know, it's funny because 
he would never, he doesn't put a label such as spiritual on, you know, as he, he doesn't use like, oh, I'm the spiritual being. And, you know, I, I think that we're all spiritual beings having a human experience from everything that I've, everything that I've realized and I've learned over the years. Um, but he is very open. He's always been very open-minded and he's always, you know, he's always been an open book as far as any questions that you ask him or anything that you're going through. But because the changes in my life happened so intensely throughout, throughout our relationship, and really it happened even more intensely when we got married, you know, when you go through changes that energy and you're with a partner, that energy is contagious and that energy is felt. Yeah. So I, I was going through this, this change of, of being very transparent with the world and speaking out and actually using my voice for the first time and being very vulnerable. And that's not something, you know, and he's not, so it, he just, it was new to him. And I think there were, it was funny because I was still, I still had this, even though I was doing it, it was still uncomfortable and I still had a fear in doing it. And I was projecting and that, go, and I was probably most likely projecting that onto him as well. So if I was feeling uncomfortable and I was having self-doubt and self-judgment, I would go into, well, you're not supporting me. Yeah. You're not being, you're not, you're the one that's not supporting me. But the truth is that we're all on our own journeys and no two journeys are going to be exactly the same and no two minds are exactly the same. So when I came to that realization through my own journey, I quickly realized like, oh, the reason anytime that I would have self-doubt in myself or I would self-judge or I would blame that would, uh, that instantly was being projected onto him. And that was the energy that was being exchanged. And that's kind of how I go about my path and my journey with everybody that I encounter. And, but there are people that you, you know, you know, instantly like, okay, this person, this person is just not on the same path that I am, you know, this person. And that's, that's absolutely okay. But I get to choose who I want to surround myself with and I get to choose the community I want to be around and I get to choose to be around people that are really going to elevate me and help me grow. And through my husband and I's journey, it's been quite a journey, especially in the past year, because we've both grown and changed so much mm -hmm. um, that it's so beautiful because there's been, you know, yeah, there's been arguments. Yeah. There's been blaming. Yeah. There's been, I don't understand you. You don't understand me. But at the end of the day, there's been this, there has been this commitment and, to each other, you know, and this vow that we made to each other, you know, that till death do us part, like we are, we're on this ride and we're on it together. And I think that's been the most beautiful realization for both of us, especially like very much this year, but that's not to say that we're, we're both going to continue growing. We're both going to, sometimes, you know, we're going to grow in different ways. Sometimes I'm going to go one way and he's going to go another way. But I think when you're committed to that person and you're still growing and you're still pushing, you know, you're still moving forward in the way that you desire, then, then that's the most beautiful part. Yeah. I love that so much because I feel like, 
I feel like people tend to forget about that kind of stuff. They just think, yes. well, I'm doing this, so you're doing this too. And they forget that people, like, even though you're in a relationship, you're two total different entities. And you're, you're yes. going to have two different callings. And you just kind of have to realize that. Yes, absolutely. I love that so much. Thank you. No problem. Um, and so what is it that you try to help people uh, when you're trying to break people's barriers or get them to realize stuff about themselves? First of all, I thought it was interesting that you um, had said before that you, you didn't realize that you were already doing what you're doing. So someone had pointed that out to you. Yes. You mean like all of my, like my past experience that led me into where I am now? Yeah. And even working with the, with your, um, mentor and they had said, you're already doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny how that, how that works. Uh, it's funny because I feel that our life for me, I've, I found, I know I'm I think that the true journey is always just learning your ultimate truth our each of our own ultimate truth Mm -hmm. and who, and kind of a journey back to ourselves. Cause like I said, throughout the years and throughout these layers of, um, of conditioned ways of thinking and pressures that society places on us, a lot happens and we, and the truth of who we really are gets very clouded. And so I think that the journey in life and in business and everything is all interconnected. So when I, I started my community just by, you know, inviting my girlfriends to my living room and them being very receptive of what I was telling them, I thought, okay, well, where, you know, what am I going to, I want to keep doing this, but I have to have some kind of foundation or something that draws them in. And I knew at the time I loved meditation. So I would just put on a a guided meditation, you know, via YouTube or whatever it is and introduce that to them. Um, But I kind of just threw myself in without like, without feeling like I was ever ready. So my learning process, I was growing and learning along with them, right? Mm -hmm. We were all growing and learning together. But what I realized was that because I had been on this spiritual journey and had this awakening years prior to even beginning the community that that was all really my credibility. And that was all my, my life experience. And that was my learn, you know, that was my learning process. And so I, I just through, you know, things like visiting, going to a Buddhist meditation center, going to a a yoga life and teacher training, um, going and listening to speakers, reading books that my soul felt called to. I was doing all of this, but because I wasn't like in a, in a college classroom that, you know, they, they, they do have spiritual psychology, which is awesome. But because I wasn't like, didn't have this certif this certification, like the programs that I took never gave, didn't all give me like a certificate. I never thought that I had the credibility, but then I learned that it was all through my own life experience, that that was my credibility and that I just have grown. I'm just growing 
back into my real self, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because I know that all the answers are within, and that's very, that clarity has been emphasized very much for me. Um, yeah, and so if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I um, Do you believe in, like, manifesting and all of that stuff, like visualizing the future? And Yes. I do. I do. I very much do believe in manifesting. Yes. I also do believe very much in the healing process with manifestation. Um, I think that as I was saying earlier, that when we pick up or attach to subconscious beliefs or stories that we may, some of them we may be conscious of and some may not, those those become ingrained and instilled in us sometimes very deeply. So depending on what our experience throughout our life has been and what we've been through, as I was saying about manifesting, yes, I do believe in manifesting, but I also believe very much in the healing process with it. Cause I believe throughout our lives, we pick up these self, these subconscious sometimes patterns and attached to stories or fears that are not our truth. But until we heal that to a level that we won't we cannot manifest to our full potential. So if I'm if I have a deep belief that I'm not enough to have the success and the, you know, say the success or the money or whatever it is, the dream that I'm desiring, but the I'm not enough story is very, very loud and I haven't healed it and actually taken a deep look at it, then I, you, I will manifest. Yes. Like you can, you can start to do the manifesting practices, but to an extent, you know, like you, until you actually fully see where, where the issue is, um, and you then really start to feel healed and you believe like I am worthy, I am worthy of everything that I'm desiring the manifesting will come tenfold is mm -hmm. that's how that's just, that's been my experience with manifesting. How would you, what advice would you give someone when, when like to try and figure that out with themselves, like to really try to get rooted down into what, what they're yeah, I would say, I would say start to question if, you know, question and seek and, Hmm. Okay. For somebody that doesn't, that may listen to this and think this is wow. Like, where do I even start? You know, or like, how, I don't even know if that is true for me. Mm -hmm. I would say to start practices that can really wake, wake that up in you. Um, so is it a meditation practice? Is it writing? Is it, is it connecting with, you know, is it connecting with like mind, a like-minded community or if not even if, if, if they're not, if you're not like-minded, if you're not where, you know, a part of that way of thinking yet start to get involved in it and, and question, always question everything, question whatever doesn't feel right to you. Just start to really question and um, explore it and start to enjoy 
as much of everything in life, the little things, you know, for me getting out into, I'm, I'm very much, you know, rooted in nature. If I'm, when I'm in nature, if I, you know, whether it's taking my dog for a walk, whether it's sitting in the sand in front of the ocean and really just connecting and getting deeply grateful for being alive and for being connected and part of the universe, you know, like yeah. this, we, it's all interconnected. So starting to find gratitude in everything and also these exercises, you know, if it's moving your body and, or if it's getting a more, a, a morning routine, a self-care routine, um, start exploring it. That would be my advice. I like that a lot. I, I just love everything that you're saying. You just have some, such, oh. a, such a calming, oh just like, like, you know who you are and it's really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Felicia. I love, I love being on here and I love the questions that you're asking. It's been so great. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they're not too deep for you. <laughs> no, just start asking the deeper, questions. the better for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am like, I like thrive off these kind of conversations. They, they give me life. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that you would add to, um, first of all, where did you get your yoga license? Yeah. So I got my, I got certified through, um, for yoga life and teacher training through a yoga studio called yoga shelter. And this was actually, this has been about six years ago, I would say. And I, and yoga shelter, they have, they, you, they're not, I think there is a yoga shelter in LA, but at the, now it's new owners. But at the time they had a yoga shelter in Michigan and they also had a few in LA. And so at the time I was living in Michigan and I got, and they had a life and teacher training in Malibu up in the mountains. And it was amazing. And I met such an awesome community and I learned so much and I got my certification, um, through them. And I never went on, I never actually went on to teach because you had to teach just at yoga shelter. Um, oh, if you, you know, point. cause the certification was just through yoga shelter, but it was very, it's still a significant part of my journey. And I really did it a lot more for the mental mentality of living like a yoga and a yogi, sorry. And also, um, the community. Mm -hmm. And that kind of was like, oh, I love yoga and I use yoga very much as a practice. I can, I could teach it privately to like friends if they wanted, it wouldn't be, um, it would be, you know, a pretty, pretty easy flow, um, for relaxation and meditation. But as far as like deep, you know, a deep yoga practice with handstands and headstands and crow pose and all of that wouldn't be that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think you really have to study yoga for that one. But uh, yeah, getting my yeah. yoga license is on, it's actually on my wall. I'm staring at it right now on my, um, what I want to do this year. Yeah. Except I don't oh think gosh. that I want to teach yoga either, but definitely okay. for the mindset and um, everything totally. that it has to offer. Yeah. Oh, the retreats are amazing and they usually have them in, you know, the most amazing locations. It's so worth it to go to, um, a training. Definitely. Amazing. Well, um, I think, I think I'm, I've gotten everything. Do you have a, do you have, awesome. um, just anything to add to someone who, uh, might just feel 
duck. And yeah, I mean, if you don't mind uh, me course, doing yeah. a little shameless plug. Of course, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, awesome. So for any women out there, I mean, women or men, I work with, I work with particularly women in their, that are in their mid-20s to the cap is usually like 40, 40, 40 to 45 that are really on, on this self-exploration journey and they have big dreams and I, it may be not even dreams, but just a passion to get back to their truth and to live out their passions in life. And if there is a dream or there's a business in there, there's a project that you want to create and put out there in the world, uh, I mentor. So I, if you can find me, like I use a lot of the, I use a lot of the social media platforms. It's, um, it's at Yvonne Sheffer Hansen on Instagram. And then it's also Yvonne Sheffer Hansen on Facebook. Um, and I also, in addition to that, I have another Facebook community called Aspire to Inspire, which if you add me on my personal Facebook page and say, Hey, I'd love to be added to your private Facebook community. I can add you on there. Um, yeah. And those are the best ways, you know, those are, I also have a website. It's Yvonne Sheffer.com and Sheffer is S Z like zebra E F E R. And then it's Hanson H A N S O N. So those are the easiest ways to get a hold of me and find me. <clears throat> and I would love to welcome any women that are feeling called to connect. I always love to support. And if you have any questions or you just want to reach out, please feel free to do so. Amazing. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hit up, yes. Hit up <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Felicia. And thank you for, I love, I love that you have this podcast and you're spreading, you know, this is what we need in the world is just to all like be on a high, a higher vibration and spreading positivity and love out into the world. And, and that's the message message that you're sharing. So I'm just, I'm grateful to have been on this podcast with you. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>